Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, intuitive life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If your inner goddess is ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hey, love. Last week, I wrote a blog about, um, well, it was titled Stop Struggling. And I want to talk a little bit about this idea that really sometimes we can be addicted to the struggle and not allowing things that can be easy, be easy. And really what we're doing is getting in our own way. It's a form of self-sabotage, but most of the time it's unconscious and you're not even aware that because you've become accustomed to things being difficult, that on occasion you're making things more difficult than they need to be, and that you don't notice because you're just used to things being that way. So even when things are easy, you find ways to make it a little bit harder because it doesn't really push against anything for you because you're accustomed to it. It doesn't even register to you that it's happening. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about it in a way where I think I'm just going to list off some ways I think we make things more difficult for ourselves. And then I'll probably chime in here and there about, you know, how to stop doing that. And also just like recognizing the ways to make things simple and like let it flow, right? Because things really don't have to be as hard as they are all the time, especially when you're in the business of personal development and you're trying to expand and create what you want in your life. I think that the tendency is to like want everything right now. And that is a lot of pressure. It's enough pressure that it can leave you frozen and paralyzed and not creating what you're really meant to do in the world, creating what's supposed to be in the world, what the world needs you to create because, you know, you're trying to, what's the saying, like eat an elephant in one gulp, right? Instead of bites. Not that I eat elephant or that I'm saying that anyone else should, but that that's the idea that you, we take on a little bit more than we need to at one time and it stops us and it makes everything just so much harder than it needs to be. <clears throat> and so let me give you, you know, the things that come to my mind off the top of my head, the ways that we make things harder for ourselves. And I'm just going to make a list and hopefully if you find yourself you know, resonating with something that I'm saying and you recognize in your life, you can free yourself from that and take it apart, dismantle it and, and make shit easy for yourself because there's a lot of that available, right? The things that you want, they don't have to be a struggle. I know we, we are live in hustle culture and don't get me wrong. I think that there is definitely hard work to be done when you're trying to create all sorts of things. But sometimes it's super easy. And mostly I think the hard work really comes from mindset. Mindset makes everything easy or hard. If you're in the right mindset, if you're looking at things from the right perspective, then doing the work necessary can super become easy and just flow. You know what I mean? When you're in the right mindset, you'll do a lot of the things that I'm about to mention 
in a way that actually lightens the load for you and helps the universe by you getting out of its way and helping things unfold for you. I mean, and that just, doesn't that sound so good, right? That that's how the universe works is really just unfolding. We're unfolding and it is unfolding our lives for us. And we just have to be intentional about what we're creating and certainly make sure we're not making the process harder, right? The universe is unlimited. God can give you everything that you need. And certainly, certainly um, some of us have, you know, mindset things, mental blocks around receiving, mental blocks about being worthy that gets in the way of that. And let's make it so much easier. Let's get out of the way and make things so much easier for ourselves. So the first thing I think of when I think about how we make things hard for ourselves is that I think a lot of the time we are not listening to ourselves, right? Like we're insisting that we have to do something a particular way, like someone else did it, or we want to see how someone else managed to accomplish something. And we feel like, oh, if that's how, excuse me, (laughs) that person did it, that's how it has to be done. Instead of listening to our own intuition about the ways that we should be creating in the world, right? Like, You're basically trying to fit, you know, a square cube into a round hole, right? Like if you're trying to create the life that you want, you have something in your mind that you're wanting to bring into existence. You can't do it just mapping out the course that someone else did. Like I'm not saying not to take other people's example if they resonate and they feel good for you. But certainly if you find yourself in a predicament where it doesn't feel like it's the right thing, you you need to start with the fact that you have to trust yourself about how you do everything, right? Your intuition, your internal guidance, plus guidance from the universe that you asked for will show you how to do things your way, right? The the way that works for you, the way that's in sync with your personality, the way that's in sync with what you enjoy, what you love, what you're good at. And if you skip this, if you skip listening to yourself about how you should make something happen and you just do what other people are doing, you might find yourself in a predicament where it just doesn't work and you can't figure out why it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's not for you. It doesn't work because it's not for you. And, you know, like I said earlier, it doesn't mean that you can't see someone doing something and then it just literally you go, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I want to do. That is, that is all you. But if you're in a circumstance where you just can't resonate with what's going on, then you have to really listen, listen to what your intuition is guiding you and how to move forward. Not doing that makes everything so much harder. Trust that. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Even trust yourself to the point of knowing that if you do something because you're internally guided to do it, that even if it's not, it doesn't give you the results that you're intending, that that is the path that you're supposed to take. I really do trust that. I I trust that inherently and I use it for big goals too. There's a lot of people who think like, oh, I thought my purpose was this and it turned out end up being that. And I really feel like any direction that your heart calls you, even if it doesn't take you where you think you're going, it's taking to you to where you need to go. So it is of the utmost importance and 
the it is the easiest way to do anything is to really trust yourself. Listen to your inner wisdom about how to make something happen so that you're not going against your own grain and making things hard for you. Sorry, guys, if I'm a little bit hoarse. I'm sick, but I still want to show you love. So I'm showing up today. Um, Okay, number two is not asking for help. And I think this is big because when you get caught up working on something or making something happen, there's this idea that like you got to make it, you got to make it happen instead of this idea that instead of the idea that the universe is working through all things to make it happen for you and with you. Right. And so I learned this in a big way through a vision I had in uh, one of my energy healing trainings. And I am, I'm not going to tell the whole thing because it takes quite a bit of time to tell this beautiful story, maybe another day. But what I learned at the end of this just music, just miraculous vision that I had with the divine was that everything that I receive is working for me to enable me to be who I need to become and to do what I need to do. And so I had to let go of a mindset that I had where I wanted to do things for myself and I wanted to prove myself independent and I wanted everyone to know that I can make it on my own. This vision gave me clarity that everything that comes into my life is for the purpose of bettering me and allowing me to do what I need to do in the world and that I would not be able to accomplish what I was envisioning and what I was imagining in my mind of doing if I refused to receive what God was trying to give me. And that I needed to be accepting of the fact that all of the things that God was trying to give me was going to come in different ways. Sometimes it was going to come through people. Sometimes it was going to come through organizations. Sometimes it was going to come through luck. Sometimes it was going to be happenstance. Sometimes I was going to work for it. All the same, I needed all of it. So that vision really made me clear about this weird behavior that I used to have where I just like got so uncomfortable when I was receiving. And I I still think that that comes up. There are times where that definitely does come up for me, but I shed most of that skin in a big way because I got clear. It was a big block to things being easy. And it was also in this vision, it was God letting me know, like, if you don't receive these things, then you're not going to be able to do what I called you to do. Like I am literally sending these things to you so that you can make it happen. And your pride is blocking it and you're getting in your own way and you're getting in the way of what needs to come into the world. Crazy powerful understanding I got from that vision, and I hope that you can see it clearly too. The willingness to receive and the willingness to ask for help is essential, right? Like all of the things you need to make what you want in the world exists. And if your pride keeps you from asking for the help you need or receiving what God is trying to give you to make it happen, You're getting in your own way and you're making it harder when all you really should be doing is making it easier. You should let the universe, let it all come to you. And that includes asking for help, right? That includes knowing that it's okay 
to receive and ask for help because all of the resources that exist are really the collectives, right? And I don't mean that to say like you can steal things from people. That's not what I'm saying. But what I, what I am saying is that all of the resources that are available in the world are the collectives, right? They're not, they're one way of thinking it is it belongs to you and it belongs to me. But I like to think of it as, as it's the universes, it's God's, it's all of ours, right? And it might be in the possession of something, something you need might be in the possession of someone or an organization or whatnot or in a particular place. And the willingness to say that you need something or you'd like something um, is essential to, to creating flow so that you can receive because some of the things that people have, they only have so that they can give and contribute to other people um, who need it, right? I really believe that sometimes the things that I need are purposely placed in the people that surround me so that I can have access to them. And if you think about it that way, asking for help is just what you need to do to make things happen. It's how we work collectively to bring out the things that the universe has plans for each one of us individually and collectively. And everybody has a choice, right? When you ask for help, people have a choice to say no. So you don't have to feel like um, that you're, you know, you don't have to feel any type of way. You know, you don't have to have any residue about asking for help when you realize the resources that you need are available somewhere. And if you ask for them and you can't receive it from that place, they're available somewhere else. The universe will provide it for you. Asking for help expedites everything. When you're not doing things on your own, when you allow yourself to participate in the greater collective of everything, I mean, all of the abundance that the universe has, you're making things so much easier for yourself. And you get to your goals faster. You get to your purpose faster. You get to create what you're intending to, what you're made to so much more easily. Number three is um, you're comparing yourself. This, these are the list of things that make things make us <laughs> things harder for us instead of letting things be easy, is maybe you're comparing yourself with other people. You know, you're comparing their chapter 10 with your chapter 3. I mean, in the in the age of social media, I feel like everybody understands it to be true, but I don't actually think that there was, like, another time in history where people didn't compare <laughs> themselves with one another. And I just want to you know, remind you that everybody's journey is different. Everybody's gifts are different. Everybody's talent is different. Everybody's purpose is different. And so even if you look at someone and you think to yourself, you know, I really want to create what that person is creating. And I mentioned this a, a little bit at the beginning. You don't I, you know, I don't want you to think that your journey is going to look like their journey. And so getting rid of the tendency to compare and contrast, you know, where you are in comparison to journeys and just comparing your journeys with somebody else is really helpful. Um, 
because it it just leads to this sense that maybe you're comparing yourself and and you're making yourself feel not enough when that's not your path, right? Like, because you have this other thing to do and these other things to accomplish, these other people to meet. And so your journey might not look like theirs. It doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path. And God forbid you look at their path and you assume that you're failing when in reality, we don't have the big picture of where you're going until the end. And you'd look back and say like, oh no, I was on the perfect path, right? Like you're, wherever you are now, you were on the perfect, whatever path you took to get here, you were on the perfect path to get to where you are now, regardless of how other people got to a very similar place than you. Everyone's starting part, part, everyone's starting point is different and everyone's journey is different. So the comparisons actually just make things so much harder for you to actually stay in touch with yourself, to be able to listen to God and the universe about how you should go. Scoping out people's other people's journey is like, it's definitely a form of self-sabotage that's probably very instinctive and something that I think we have to literally remind ourselves not to do, right? Stop ourselves in the habit and acknowledge that the thing that is unfolding is you, right? Not just what you're trying to create. The thing that is unfolding is you. And so you can't do that like somebody else. You have to do that like you. It has to be unique and individual. It's about you. Um, it's all your journey. It has nothing to do with anybody else's. <clears throat> Number four, we struggle because we um, insist on things being perfect. I definitely have had this in the building of my business is probably the place where it came up the most. Because I think when I was in school, no, I totally struggled with this when I was in school too. I remember just like always wanting to get, not always, but there were times where I was insisting that everything had to be perfect. I think there was a, I think I had a final where I had to write an essay and I had an A in the class all year. It was English. And I was like the last person writing my essay. Everybody left this final. And my teacher was like, Melissa, you're going to get an A. Like, you don't have to finish writing this essay. And I insisted. And fine. Fine, I insisted. Cool, I finished this paper. But whatever. But (laughs) really, so often the idea of wanting to get things perfect actually just keeps people from moving forward. Like I was done. <laughs> My, I was done with the semester. The term was done. And I was insisting on completing this essay because of whatever. I don't know what part of me insisted on doing that, but it's ridiculousness when it, tra- when I translate it to life in my business, I cannot do that. If I waited for everything to be perfect, well, you already know because you heard the first episode of this podcast. And if you didn't, you should. If I waited till everything was perfect to put it out into the world, I would never fucking accomplish anything. I cannot do. It's one of the things that had to die for me to have this business, for me to start doing my work, 
for me to do new programs, for me to start this podcast, for me to do anything. I had to come into a deep acceptance that shit is not going to be perfect. It just cannot be. It can't be perfect for me to move forward or else I would get stuck. So what I've learned to do instead is I put things out and then they're not perfect. And I'm just like, they're just not fucking perfect, but I'm putting it out. Crazy enough, people are always blessed by it. Here I could have been stuck thinking about how to make it perfect when instead I could be serving people, right? Instead of serving my ego about wanting to present well. Instead of serving my ego, I serve my people. I serve my priestesses, right? I show up and show them that our essence is perfect and perfectly flawed and still yet perfect. And that that's how we have to move in the world, right? Like if I, if I didn't do that, there'd be nothing to show for it. And what I find is it allows me to create. And then I get to make changes, I get to learn, I get to edit, I get to go back if I want to. But more often than not, I don't. Because when I see what good it's done in the world, I see that in its own way it's perfect with all of my, what, this podcast is going to be the same way. With all of my stuttering, with all of my slurs or whatever, with my voice being throat, my throat, (laughs) perfect, perfect example, with my throat being sore, and horse, it's still going to do good in the world. And I grow from the fact that I'm willing to let things not be perfect. I get to move forward and I get to learn. Um, And it's essential to accomplishing what I need to do. I can't let my ego get in the way of this work. And that's one of the ways that it does. It insists that my spelling needs to be correct. And I know There are a lot of people who read my emails that probably are like, Melissa, you're making us fucking crazy (laughs) because you did not proofread this enough times. And right now I'm just too busy in my business to get caught up with that. And when I have more hands on deck, there'll be somebody assigned to it. But in the meantime, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time making everything perfect when what I really need to do is make everything powerful. And that's one of the ways that I make things easier for myself is not letting, not letting myself get caught up in this idea of perfect. Um, number, where am I? I think I'm on number six. Or five. (laughs) Okay. One of the ways that we make things harder for ourselves is by wanting to skip the journey. And I talked a bit about that just a little bit ago. But when you're insisting on your final result in an instant, um, and you want to skip the journey, you really make things hard for yourself. Don't get me wrong. I I definitely believe that things can happen in an instant. They they absolutely can. They absolutely can. But there are certain transformations that we're trying to create in ourselves and in the world that require us to up-level on the inside in a big way 
for the collective to upgrade, the collective to upgrade and also for us to upgrade on the inside, our mindset, our behavior, etc. And it doesn't always happen in an instant. And wanting to skip the journey of the becoming really creates, not only does it make it hard, it's just not real. It doesn't make lasting change. It doesn't make lasting, it doesn't make a lasting, um, transition into what you're trying to create. For example, I'm going to use the example of money because I think money is just such an easy one for people to grasp. So you want to increase your income. For example, let's say you're like wanting to be a millionaire. You want to create a life where you're making a million dollars on a regular basis. And you want to do that in an instant. And that's cool. That's definitely happened to people. But there are a lot of examples where that's happened to people. And then they go from being a millionaire to not being a millionaire anymore because they haven't really become a millionaire in their mindset, in their behaviors, in their actions, in who they are. That's skipping the journey. If you want to be a millionaire, something that would be really great for you to do is also not just have the money and be a millionaire, but also be the kind of person who makes a million dollars, right? The kind of person who knows how to make a million dollars and earns a million dollar regular million dollars regularly knows how to do that. They've gone on the journey of learning how to create that income over and over and over again. They've also been in the practice of earning that money and learning how to keep it, learning how to spend it, learning how to invest it, learning how to save it. They are not just the number in their account. They're also in their identity, the person who knows how to be that person, right? In everything, you want that to be true, right? You don't want to just be another example in a relationship with somebody. You also want to be the kind of person who knows how to keep a relationship, maintain a relationship, be authentic in a relationship, um, be um, vulnerable in a relationship. And the journey to becoming that person, yeah, some of it happens in being in a relationship, but a lot of it is just being alive and interacting with people on an everyday basis and growing that, right? To get to that, um, to get to that, and I'm not saying you can't be in a relationship tomorrow. I'm just saying to, the journey of being able to be in the kind of relationship that you want includes you becoming the kind of person you want to be in that relationship. And so we make things harder for ourselves when we want to skip the journey. When we want to, we want to be at the end goal, but we don't want to actually become the person who stands at that end goal and like is in every fiber of their being who that is. Right. And like, Part of that is letting yourself be in that lifestyle, but part of that is also letting yourself be on the journey to get there. And if you're on your journey, honor it. Honor your journey. Celebrate your journey. I'm going to talk about that. Celebrate your journey. Celebrate your successes on your journey. Celebrate every part of the woman that you're becoming, every version of the woman that you're becoming. Um. Don't try to, don't try to skip it. Don't try to skip it. I'm not saying it means that everything has to take longer. 
I'm not necessarily saying that that's true, but whatever you have to do so that you can step into your fullness is your journey and you should do it. You should, you should not be ashamed of it. You should claim it. You should, it is the making of who you are. It's beautiful. It's every story you're going to tell from your victory point. It's every story you can tell from right now. Um, I'm not numbering anymore because I forgot my numbers. <laughs> Here's something I think that um, makes things harder, you know, makes us struggle when things can be easier is not celebrating on the way. Right. And so you're on your journey. Please celebrate every part of your journey, because what happens is when you don't celebrate your successes on the way is you get discouraged. You start to feel like it's taking forever when in reality you're actually taking steps that are like monumental, but because your goal is so big or whatever you're trying to create is so big, you're still judging yourself as starting, you know, being at the beginning point. And there's so much celebrating and joy to be had in the process, right? Like, I have some audacious goals and I have complete faith in them. I don't have any um, reservations about them, but certainly I'm not waiting for them to enjoy my life. And I'm certainly not in waiting for them to celebrate everything that I've done. I've done incredible things. If I didn't do another thing <laughs> in my life, I could still be proud of everything that I've accomplished so much. I've helped so many people. And I say that as a person who's like, I put myself right on a pedestal in a way, right? I've given myself quite the platform. So I've been privileged to help lots of people. But if the only thing that I ever had done was mm, inspire my, my sisters, my younger sisters, that would really make for a very fulfilling life for me. Sincerely, I mean, I love them to death and to know that I had spent my life really being a good example to them is enough. But lucky for me, I've done far more than that and I get to celebrate it. You in your life have done miraculous and wonderful and amazing things for yourself and for the people that are around you and the world. I'm sure of it. I know that because you're listening in and you're about this life. So I know it to be true. And if you're not honoring yourself for that and you're not celebrating those things and you're not realizing that you don't owe anybody anything, right? You, the only thing you owe anyone is yourself, the fulfillment of working towards the things that light you up and creating the life that you want. Beyond that, you owe no one anything. But if you've managed to do good in the world, you should celebrate it and count your life as a victory now. Right now, savor that. Know that it's like that you're amazing for that and that you're incredible for that and that God only like and that, you know, God is proud of you. For just being, right? You're like this magnificent splendor of love that exists in the world. Just existing is your work. And doing good in it is this amazing cherry on top. Living in love, which is what you are, is an amazing cherry on top. Please celebrate every moment 
of that. Please celebrate every good deed that you've done. Please celebrate every success that you've had and don't wait for your end goal. Live in that now, live in that energy, live in that, live in that state of confidence, live in that state of um, certainty and live in that state of fulfillment right now. It will make things feel so much easier. It will make working towards your goals feel so much easier because you won't be grasping. You'll feel and you'll know that all you're doing is adding to what you've already created. Um, okay. And the last thing I want to say is that you can let yourself relax, right? Everything doesn't have to be a struggle. Let yourself relax deeply into the idea that things are going to unfold, right? That things are going to come together. And that if you do what you're called to do, if you do what you're inspired to do, that the universe will show up and do the rest, right? It has everything you need. All the resources are available. All the people you need to help exist in the world. All the supplies you need exist in the world. All the connections you need are going to come. As long as you continue to do what you feel called to do and inspired to do, right? And I mean, there's some people who have big problems with this idea, right? They're like, they're afraid that what I'm, you know, they're afraid of the idea that I'm saying not to do anything. I'm just like, let everything come to you. Listen, if the thing that you feel inspired and called to do is to let everything fucking come to you, if that's what your heart is saying to do, like, let the shit come to you. But if you also know that there's work for you to do, you do it. And you also need to understand that Whatever is missing, whatever gaps can't be filled, whatever you feel like is beyond you, you can't do it, you don't feel inspired to do it, that's not what your heart is telling you to do, that's because God's hand is coming to, like, hook it up, to show up, right? That's the idea of grace. It's the idea of um, divine guidance and providence. It's how everything works, right? Like, I do my part, and then God does his part or her part. And then everything is hooked up, right? The universe shows up and does its part and I do my part. And then all of a sudden I have this magnificent, splendid outcome that is far beyond what I could have even imagined. That's what happens every single time. Allow yourself to relax into that, right? Instead of working yourself to death, instead of pushing yourself beyond what you can do, or what you feel called to do, know that when you've done what you know you should do when you, or what you feel called to do, that God's got you, right? And that the rest will come. Okay. I hope that gives you a good sense of some things you can let go of and some things that you can ease into to turn the struggle off, to let go of habits and patterns and ways of being a struggle. If you recognize that in yourself, try to turn that shit 
off. If you recognize, hey, I grew up in a way of being that insisted that everything was hard and I find myself in hard situations all the time, there's an opportunity for you to shift in your mind. There's this opportunity for you to shift in your spirit. There's an opportunity for you to ask God and um, to to change the way you see things, to change your perspective and the way of being around those things, and for you to actually change your perspective in a way that you let go of making things complicated, making things harder for yourself, insisting on doing it on your own, insisting on everything being perfect, insisting on being at your end of your journey when you're in the middle. To let go of all of that shit. <clears throat> Lastly, I want to let you know that um, I spent the weekend just like chilling because as you can hear, I'm a little sick. So I spent the weekend just trying to relax, not doing too much. And of course, it just led me to have time to think and to just like get aligned with myself and what came out of it was me adding a lot of sexy to the sacred success course. So I just added a bunch of material relating to the divine feminine, to conscious creation, to receiving pleasure of all sorts and kinds. And the program is just more sexy than it's ever been. And I feel so good about it because, I mean, what a good energy, what a good creative energy, um, and what a powerful thing to step into the divine feminine. The divine feminine is about, is very much about receiving and creating. And so I sprinkled that magic all over the course. So the course now is about to have a new title, Sexy Sacred Success, um, because it, I want that divine feminine and creative energy power really sprinkled in all over the place, and that is the magic that we're working with. And I also gave the course a new price because, well, what the inspiration that really made me put that powerful energy um, also changed my mind about how I want to use the course um, as an introduction into other programs I have planned for. And so I really want to make it accessible and I really want it to be an easy choice to make. And I really want to make sure that as many high priestesses as possible have access to the foundation, right? The foundation of the things that have allowed me to create the life that I live, right? So that you know how to create the life that you want and so that you know how to tap into your divine feminine so that you can show up in your life as the high priestess that you are. I mean, it's so important to me. It's just so, so important to me. So um, the program just got a revamp that was so unexpected, but I listened to myself I listened to myself and I asked the divine for guidance and then I moved. And so I moved this weekend. And so if you're ready to create more money, love or sacred success, I just 
put some more magic in this program and I made it so easy for you to make it a yes and for you to invest in yourself and for you to have a strong foundation for this building process and it's going to be so good <laughs> I mean the program's so good but it's going to be so good what you create is going to be so good with the knowledge that I share all right, I'm going to go because my voice is about to give up. Know that I love you and that I believe you, believe in you, and I'll talk to you soon.